Hello beautiful people, welcome back to another episode of Musings for Thai Nigerian Girl. Um yeah, let's do this. <laughs> okay guys, so I was actually going to like chill for this week as well as you know I I did took a break last week. I didn't post anything because I was life was happening to me. I had worked uh to submit at the office so um I was just so busy, like there was no time for me to record anything because deadlines and stuff. In the previous episode, I told you guys how I had to submit stuff here, so I finally did but I had to take that day off. Um, I pulled one of those all-nighters that I haven't pulled since uni. It's weird. I feel like, I don't know, it was so nice. It was so bad and nice at the same time. It was nice because, like, it was, you know, it's an all-nighter. I got to do my work. Um, and then I simultaneously watched this K-drama I just got. And I just, it gave me nostalgia. You know, I was thrown back into uni days. Because after uni, I have, like, after uni, law school, I have done one of those, like, all-nighters. Like, maybe sparingly. Maybe just once or twice. But not as intense as I did it last week. Because um, in uni, like, law school was really intense. So, but last week, I had to, like, go intense. Like, I had to have, like, coffee. Even though coffee don't do nothing for me. Like, I'm not one of those people that have coffee and then don't sleep. Or more, I will have coffee and go to bed. Like, coffee is, like, you know how you, like, take tea before you go to sleep? That's me and coffee. It depends, though, what kind of coffee and what, like, how I take it. But I digress. Um, But, yeah, I had, like, coffee and then I actually, like, got to work. Um, I wanted to do my work before, but like I was telling you guys, Nigeria don't be allowing to be great, so we didn't have lights. And then later, the body around eleven, I got up. Um, this was on Thursday, um, Thursday night. Was it Wednesday night? I don't even honestly. I was just under so much stress last week, and I didn't like get up until seven a.m. in the morning. So like prayers and everything, and then seven a.m. in the morning, I got up, went to bed, woke up at eleven, continued again till five. Um, it was great. It was nice because of the whole like vibe of it. But it was annoying because I just had the worst headache ever. So yeah, so I couldn't post like anything. I couldn't record. I had this recording I did, but I feel like as much as I love you guys, I was t- talking too much. <laughs> That's just the truth. It's like I I don't know. I'm not ready to you know be that comfortable. So I just had to take delete that so i didn't have any content to post so but here we are today and i'm doing this even though i'm a day late because life is happening guys and we had this conversation in the beginning of the season and i told you guys like the honest truth about like well not the honest truth but like something about you know like where i was and um how i'm trying uh i didn't promise like obviously i let you guys know that i would try as much as i can but um please you guys let's work together because I need to like fix my life <laughs> so anyways I wanted to but all of a sudden I wanted to even take today off as well but all of a sudden it was like okay I got to record something I felt the vibe so that's why I'm here that's why I'm doing this um anyways how have you guys been hope you guys you know took some break for yourself within last week because um I did this week that just passed I mean like this week i did take some break for myself i actually prioritized myself um, more i guess than i would normally have which is really like nice um but somebody who struggles with 
putting themselves first sometimes it can be quite a hassle just because while in the process of prioritizing yourself you feel guilty a bit you know you feel like oh my god i can't be working right now i should be in the office right now i should be doing this i should be doing that but like yeah you should if you have to but i just want to let you guys know especially if you're someone like me um it's fine to fuck them shits up (laughs) and just take a break for yourself once in a while it's fine to put yourself first obviously give your best i'm not telling you to go and be a lazy worker but worker being not the pay honestly because at the end of the day you're gonna just stress yourself if you die your work will continue your workplace will continue they will just replace you you're you're replaceable so as much as you're replaceable you have to learn to find that perfect balance between um your diligence and you know yourself which especially with the energy that you're giving because at the, at the end of the day you have to me i just try to give back the energy that they give me if you give me back i give you both goes back <laughs> if you know like the place is like positive and everything then i can't function because i generally do not like negative spaces negative people stress me the fuck out um i don't like negative vibes just toxic vibes it's just i swear like gives me anxiety and panic attacks so i can't even deal with that but if the vibe is like positive i i feel like it brings out the best in me and even at work like i tend to become like a workaholic uh, robot if it's like positive energy and i feel like that's most of us anyways who doesn't like you know positive vibes i mean most of us do right so um i don't i have some bunch of topics that i wanted to actually talk to you guys about but uh let me just start with telling you that you are doing well you are trying it's really not easy i swear to god it's not easy like adulthood is a bloody scam and however little you think you're doing you're actually doing a lot you're for you to even get up and do what you're doing you're actually trying you know you're doing a lot and it's not easy it's really not easy so um well done you know um you're you're doing good essentially i just want to let you know because i feel like apart from us not telling ourselves that enough people don't tell us that enough and you know again depending on the kind of person you are if you are like you know somebody that you know you don't you don't really see yourself often you might feel like you are not when you talk to people you know when you sit down and talk about like things you've done where you're at why can't we honestly i recommend everybody have that one person that you know you guys um do this and not annual obviously but like periodic checks on each other you know where you where you're at what you've done because um not quite recently but when i had a conversation with somebody about like we're just talking about life and like where we're at individually what we've done so far like just in our lives and this was somebody that i didn't really used to have that kind of conversation with but when i did have the conversation with her i realized that wow i'm actually not a bum you know i don't quite a lot of things and when i had a conversation with another person i realized that wow i've actually been knowing this 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 profession i know this this job that i'm doing like so and i know that you know we beat ourselves up more than we actually uplift ourselves it's really stupid because i feel like, i don't know maybe because it's me or shower me i am actively a perfectionist so i'm always chasing perfection one way or another which gives me stress because perfection is just a facade does not exist um 
so it can be quite tiring and i'm an overthinker so i'll be lost in my sauce quite a lot but um you know it wasn't until we had this conversation that i realized that wow okay hmm. well i'm not that dumb <laughs> i ain't dumb i'm quite smart and everything so and i feel like we put ourselves down a lot because we are chasing perfection or chasing like this old picture of somebody that has no problems or somebody that you know knows this and knows that so we only see the bad things that we like to change in ourselves we don't give ourselves the opportunity to see things that are actually good with ourselves so that being said um today's conversation again um i just wanted to say you're you're doing well and everything and to the youths and millennials out there man adulting is a bloody like it's not a joke you know um i had a conversation with this my friend we actually recorded a podcast together we should finish and then you guys are so hilarious we talk about men and their craziness and well it was new right so we're talking and you know this whole <sighs> see but nigeria does not even guy all my life well not all my life but like most of the time recently when you know you're looking for a job or something or like thinking about your career and stuff I don't know why, but I never ever thought like, okay, you are about to be at an age where like people wouldn't, like you expire on the shelf. Your youth is expiring on the shelf. I was watching my Korean drama and I believe it was the one I watched after the other one I was telling you guys, Liberation Notes, which is really good. Um, And, you know, it, it, it this thing was said, yes, well, like you have this expiry date on the shelf for your youth, you know, when does youth actually expire? Does it expire at the end of the twenties? Is it like thirties? When who is the youth and when when you start being a youth? Do you think it's like forty? Is that fair enough? Because now you're young, you're thinking, oh my god, like at forty, you're not, yeah, you're an old man, aduma, like, you get, you're not a youth. You can't be classified as youth. But when you're actually growing and living, and you see this youth that quote unquote you can't be classified as a youth at forty, leaving you all of a sudden, you are seeing a different picture, isn't? isn't it because see depending on where you went to uni or your means or whatever you might be leaving uni at the age of like 23 right if you're in this system and i've seen a lot of people in this system where like you go to uni and ask is like fucking up your ass so you can't really leave you leave uni at 25 god forbid which i'm now saying god forbid because what the fuck you leave at 25 before you find a job, except you you have leg or something, you're like 26, 27 before you find a job. I was just checking a a company's portal recently, quite recently actually, and they had this advert for a job. And what threw me back is the fact that they were like, okay, for this job, you can't, the maximum age they're taking is 26. But if you're like, or for some particular professions, like 28, and I'm like, what actual like, fudge? Are you kidding me? like 26 is that really like does that really trans like does that really translate our situation and our like conditions in this life in this you know nigeria like for you to put a cap on a job at that age does it really like is it is it does it make sense because i'm guessing like no matter what with the way nigeria is going and the whole like asset strike and stuff some people actually would leave uni quite late later than they would want to you know you leave uni by 25 you sit at home for like one two years look for a job because your father don't have to be having some legs and then all of a sudden you get a job that's telling you you can only be 28 26 like it's just not fair and it's not fair <laughs> oh 
when I was in business school, like, I remember we were talking about, like, economics or something. And then there's this thing that my professor used to say. Nigeria is the only country that, you know... Well, not the only one, but, like, Africa, I guess, in, in itself. You know, benefits the rich. You just keep getting rich and life is just getting nicer for you. But then, if you look at, like, US, UK, Canada, whatever, they charge the poor. They charge the rich, which should be, like, the, you, your taxes, everything is just, like getting the more rich you are the more you're gonna like pay taxes you're gonna be charged and as it should be because in nigeria it's the opposite the poorer you are the more your life is going to shit if your life don't go to shit your family your children life gonna go to shit it's really nigeria is a joke man but yeah anywho um what next time i talk to you guys about there's something in my mind i don't talk to you guys but i feel like it would fit more in the next podcast um with my friend because we're talking about how men ask come as usual <laughs> is that what we talked about i can't remember but yeah men ask come sometimes um when you talk to people you know when you sit down and talk about like things you've done where you're at why can't we honestly i recommend everybody have that one person that you know you guys um do this not annual obviously but like periodic checks on each other you know where you where you're at what you've done because um not quite recently but when i had a conversation with somebody about like we're just talking about life and like where we're at individually what we've done so far like just in our lives and this was somebody that i didn't really used to have that kind of conversation with but when i did have the conversation with her i realized that wow i'm actually not a bum you know I done quite a lot of things and when I had a conversation with another person I realized that well I've actually been knowing this 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 profession I know this this job that I'm doing like so and I know that you know we beat ourselves up more than we actually uplift ourselves it's really stupid because I feel like, I don't know maybe because it's me or shower me I am actively a perfectionist so I'm always chasing perfection one way or another which gives me stress because perfection is just this a facade does not exist um so it can be quite tiring and i'm an overthinker so i'll be lost in myself quite a lot but um you know it wasn't until we had this conversation that i realized that wow okay hmm. well i'm not that dumb <laughs> i ain't dumb i'm quite smart and everything so and i feel like we put ourselves down a lot because we are chasing perfection or chasing like this old picture of somebody that has no problems or somebody that you know knows this and knows that so we only see the bad things that we like to change in ourselves we don't give ourselves the opportunity to see things that are actually good with ourselves so that being said um today's conversation again um i just wanted to say you're you're doing well and everything and to the youth and millennials out there man adulting is a bloody like it's not a joke you know um i had conversation with this my friend we actually recorded a podcast together we should finish and then you guys so hilarious we talk about men and their craziness and well what's new right so we're talking and you know this whole <sighs> see but nigeria does not even guy all my life well not all my life but like most of the time recently when you know you're looking for a job or something or like thinking about your career and stuff I don't know why but I never ever thought like okay you are about to be at an age where like people wouldn't like you expire on the shelf your youth is expiring on the shelf I was watching my Korean drama 
and i believe it was the one i watched after the other one i was telling you guys liberation notes which is really good um and you know it got it, it this thing was said yeah, as well like you have this expiry date on the shelf for your youth you know when does youth actually expire does it expire at the end of the 20s is it like 30s when who is the youth and when when do you start being a youth do you think it's like 40 is that fair enough because now you're young you're thinking oh my god like at 40 you're not young you're an old man aduma like jige you're not a youth you can't be classified as youth but when you're actually growing and living and you see this youth that quote unquote you can't be classified as you are 40 leaving you all of a sudden you are seeing a different picture isn't isn't it because see depending on where you went to uni or your means or whatever you might be leaving uni at the age of like 23 right if you're in this system and i've seen a lot of people in this system where like you go to uni and ask is like fucking up your ass so you can't really leave you leave uni at 25 god forbid which i'm now saying god forbid because what the fuck you leave at 25 before you find a job except you you have leg or something you're like 26 27 before you find a job i was just checking a a company's portal recently quite recently actually and they had this advert for a job and what threw me back is the fact that they were like okay for this job you can't the maximum age they're taking is 26 but if you're like or for some particular professions like 28 and i'm like what actually <laughs> fudge are you kidding me like 26 is that really like does that really trans like does that really translate our situation and our like conditions in this life in this you know nigeria like for you to put a cap on a job at that age does it really like is it is it does it make sense because I'm guessing, like, no matter what, with the way Nigeria is going and the whole, like, ASU strike and stuff, some people actually would leave uni quite late, later than they would want to, you know? You leave uni by 25, you sit at home for, like, one, two years for a job because your father don't have, they'll be having some legs, and then all of a sudden, you get a job that's selling you, you can only be 20, 26. Like, it's just not fair. And the other it's not fair. <laughs> oh, when I was in business school, like, I remember we are talking about, like, economics or something. And then there's this thing that my professor used to say. Nigeria is the only country that, you know, well, not the only one, but like Africa, I guess, in, in itself, you know, benefits the rich. You just keep getting richer. Life is just getting nicer for you. But then if you look at like US, UK, Canada, whatever, they charge the poor, they charge the rich, which should be like the, you, your taxes, everything is just like getting, the more rich you are, the more you're going to like, pay taxes you're gonna be charged and as it should be because in nigeria it's the opposite the poorer you are the more your life is going to shit if your life don't go to shit your family your children life gonna go to shit it's really nigeria is a joke man but yeah anywho um what next i'll talk to you guys about there's something in my mind i don't talk to you guys but i feel like it would fit more in the next podcast um with my friend because we're talking about how men has come as usual <laughs> Is that what we talked about? I can't remember, but yeah, men ask come sometimes. Um, I'm just going to do a tired girl Nigeria first because I haven't done it in a while and I feel like ranting. My tired Nigerian girl, um, sorry, I meant tired Nigerian girl, um, I don't know, gist for the day, rant for the day. My tired Nigerian girl rant for the day is something I don't know how recent it was, but. 
there's this guy on insta that i follow khalifa and he does like great stuff he's he does like advocacy talking about like law because we went to law school together he's quite nice you know talking about law talking about this other like important stuff that affects us and islam and stuff like that and you know he was talking about he posted something on his page how this lawyer went to court with um you know he had this white chalk thing around one of his eye and he had some fetish stuff around his neck um and basically he did that in opposition to the supreme law the supreme court passing you know the bill where you can wear hijab and be a lawyer and do your life basically and i'm just like wow this is where we are at right now in this country like oh my god you just hate muslims so much you hate them so bloody much that you would oppose to them practicing their religion that is not affecting your life has nothing to do with you because what exactly i don't i'm even me i don't know how to continue this sentence because the sentence is not wanting to be continued i really don't know what what like honestly my mind is just blown to shit it's like what See, I don't know why, but me, eh, you people, people should really follow my formula. I swear, if something don't be concerning me, if something don't be affecting me personally on a personal level, I give no fucking shit. Like I, I okay, I'm sorry, I, I don't know, I'm cussing. I, I really should work at that, but I don't care. Like it's not affecting me. Am I wearing the hijab with your head? Is it on your head? Is this judge going to? How is the hijab? Okay, let's talk about it. Like, listen. How is the job affecting your life? Am I is it you wearing it? Are you the judge? When I'm wearing hijab, the judge don't be hearing the words coming out of my mouth. Like I don't I want to know like how it affects you personally, like to the level where you have to make such a big um big big uh op- opposition to it. Because if and don't don't even say that he's doing that because that's his religion. That's not it. He's doing that to make a point, you know, to be like, I, I, oh my god, this country, eh? I am bloody, yeah. You see, wait, I didn't even say I'm, I was tired once this episode. I thought the episode would go by without me being so cliche as a tired Nigerian girl and say I'm tired, but I'm blood, I'm tired. I am tired. I am tired. I'm tired. Do you know, before you even fight about something, I want you to really sit there and think as to if you have a right to fight about it to begin with. For me personally, right? left for myself, I don't want to wear the wig and gown. I wear it sometimes and I'm like, oh, yes, I'm a bloody lawyer. I do have that confidence, you know, that it's not confidence. Wearing it don't give me confidence. But I have that, you know, like that, uh, you know, that, uh, the extra, uh, because when I wear it in court and especially around non-lawyers i'm not gonna lie my ego is boosted because it's like wow <laughs> i went to law school i bloody passed this crazy place i came out alive and i'm a lawyer and i can talk to the judge and you can't so i'm not i'm not going to lie and be like humble about the fact that i feel so like proud and my ego is boosted whenever i wear it in court and come and the all the non-lawyers are looking at me and i'm like oh my god <laughs> yes that being said i don't care like i've i really sometimes more like the, uh, as far as i'm concerned we can do without it 
because you're fighting about something that is not even yours to begin with this is the english colonizer's gown if you actually think about it you're wearing a representation of colonialism on your head in your country and you're yelling liberated independent like sometimes i look at the vegan guy and i'm just like rolling my eyes you know i appreciate the symbol which it upholds for me it it upholds you know that symbol of like wow i i i triumphed i went to law school i went to uni i triumphed like i am a lawyer i am a, i am of the noble profession that's what it symbolizes to me you know if there's something else that can symbolize that i'd let the world know just the same way like doctors because yes I should brag about it it's not easy if it is go and do it and come they will talk because the thing is doctors they wear their coats and everybody knows and respects them wow it's a doctor if there's something else i can give that they can give me maybe we have a crown <laughs> before you enter court you will put your bloody tiara and do yes i don't mind like i'll still feel as proud you know but sometimes when i'm in court i'm just looking around and i'm looking at the wig and gown it's just a joke to me because are you are you <laughs> see this one week Guys, a representation of colonialism on your bloody head. You are fighting with your fellow Nigerian because of a representation of colonialism, and you are you are, you want to uphold that constitution so much that you don't want them to even practice their religion. Help me to understand. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. It don't be making sense, does it? Is it? It's not. Like Nigerians, we know how to fight for something that's not even our business. Oh my God! At your big age, Uncle Sir, Mister Lawyer Sir, at your big age, this is what you're doing. Honestly, I won't lie. Like my heart was broken when I saw it. Which father launched a conversation I had with my dad today, this evening, this um, afternoon before Juma, about like misplaced priorities, essentially, and Nigeria. I don't know. We are so bored. I feel like we are bored. Because if you have job, there are some things that you'll not be doing if you have, if you have job. You'll be focused on your job. When I went to NYS, when I went to NYS, when I went to camp, we were just three Muslim girls in the whole camp. Right? Just This is just for further buttressing my point of we have misplaced parities. We are just mean to ourselves because we want to be mean to ourselves because we hate each other. That's just the truth. Why are we lying and blaming this and that? We hate each other. We even see even within the same religion and tribe, y'all be fucking you. Mm, language princess, you be you people are fighting. So when you have the energy to come together and fight another person, your fellow sister of different religion, you will take it because you hate each other. Just admit it. I feel like once in a while, you see the purge, but at this point, I, I trust me, I watched that movie. I was like, it don't be making sense, but it's making sense right now. I feel like once in a once in a year, we need to come together to one field somewhere and beat each other up. Just fight, fight, get out of your system, get the hate out of your system, and make some having some sense the rest year. Because look at it. So I went to camp here. Yeah? I went twice. If you listen to the previous podcast, I went twice to camp. The first time around, we were like two hundred something or three hundred. All of us in camp, there were a lot of Muslim uh, people, Christian people, everybody's there. Do I know what she All of us were enjoying ourselves in camp. We we're plenty, we we're like 300. So I didn't get to do my registration. You guys know the story, I'm not going to go into it. If you don't know the story, I don't know why, because you should have listened to the previous episode. I'm sorry, but I'm fighting you. Anywho, I left camp, I came back the second time around. Now, the first time around, when I came, I me, I don't know if you see me, but 
God has really blessed me. <laughs> I'm gassing myself up. Yeah, I am looking. I'm a, I'm a genomy. I'm a fanger. So, the trousers they are giving. Don't be entering me. I'm sorry. Don't do anything. It's like one lap. One lap self will not enter. So, obviously, I went to buy my own trousers. I bought my white trousers. My shirt. Everything was okay. But it was like a bit long. Which is like, it's not really touching my ankle. It's not at that level yet. But it's like above. Is it below? Below my knee? Yeah, past my knee, on the way to my 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 calf. So um, I went to camp. When I went to camp, I didn't even change it yet because obviously I wasn't registered. So I was going around in mufti and shit because I didn't want to match. There's no point in me matching when I'm. You guys have to register me. Anyways, so um, but I did see other girls on camp, and they were told that you know they had to reduce the length of their trousers. A bit, it was too long. Some people were actually having like bloody, like, well, not bloody because it's, it's not a bad thing. They're having like full trousers, white. So they were like, they need to reduce it to be like short. That's just how the uniform is looking. So you go to Miami and reduce your trousers now because why not? You reduce your trousers, and then they were told that they can have um, white leggings underneath their trousers. So they did that. A lot of them, because we're, we're quite plenty on, on camp. There were a lot of Muslim girls as well. In fact, we had to use like four hostels in that airboying. Or is it three hostels? But we had to use like one, two, three. Yeah, three hostels in airboying because we're so, we're so plenty. Um, there's so much actually. That's English. So, um, yeah. The second time around, because I already experienced what camp was like. And I already knew that, okay, they would allow me to have like my shorts if I put my leggings um inside my white leggings so i came with my white leggings like i came back to katie got my leggings got everything that i knew like from my observation of what like camp was like in a point i was ready when i went the second time we're just bloody the 32 on camp 32 girls it was like one hostel one small hostel was enough for everybody all the girls on camp was was one hostel so um among the 32 girls we were only three muslim girls one was Igbo, she wasn't visibly Muslim, and by that I mean she didn't cover her hair, and dressing was not such a big deal to her. The second one was this girl from Quara State, she was quite petite, so, you know, she, and she don't be caring, she wear her shorts and talking, self. the girl, this girl's a fire brigadier, she dress as she goes, sharp sharp, you know, she don't have a problem. But me, I have a problem, mister, because I don't normally be dressing like that on a normal day, so to me it's like, hmm. And then the trousers they gave me, it don't be entry anywhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> my guy is thick. So, yeah, that trousers are going to work. I, I brought my own, right? So, I wore my trousers and they were like, it's too long. I still need to cut it. So, I took it to mommy. I reduced it a bit. So, it was like by my knee now. And then I wore my leggings inside. My white leggings. My fine white leggings. You don't have any inscription. It's a pure white leggings. And then I wore my trousers on top of my shorts. With the shirts and everything. And I remember that, that morning by Subhi. So, like, at what day to call it in? I don't know, but we went to do some matching and prayers before we do some matching. Some prayers. Is it assembly? I don't know. But I can't remember. This I didn't want to remember self. So the whole NYC just oh sack almost in the lorry. Yeah, go away. I don't know if that's the right Yoruba, but it's just I don't want to remember. But there's something I would do. They will come and wake you up by five, you go to pray, from there you go to the matching place and you do some matching and prayers and everything. So when we got to the place, we're not plenty i was surprised that i was the only one we're only two with hijab in the whole camp and you know hijab that's how you know now because you look around and that's the first thing you see 
so we're only two and then what happened i was like the only one with the leggings they allowed me to do my matching that first day right towards the morning like when the sky became clear when it was like you know becoming like almost six yeah six thirty and this guy called me platoon commander i've been a Counting commander commander i can't remember i don't care to honestly he called me to the sign he was like oh hello sis so you can't really be wearing that trouser i'm like so how would you mean he's like no you can't wear that sis you like this is camp you need to leave the religion outside the gates you're here to do camp so do camp and i'm like oh my god but i was so upset because see hmm 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 you can say that because I was the only one. There was no reason for you to say that though. Because if you think about it, like my trouser was not it was short by now. I told you guys I already went to reduce it for the second time in Mami Rides. And I had the leggings on. And the other time they allowed every every girl to have leggings. It was not a problem. But all of a sudden I was the only Muslim girl on camp and it became a thing of oh, so you're alone, obviously we're gonna pick on you because why not? So we're go and wear go and show us your lap. Essentially, we wanna see your hip. That's what he was telling me essentially he was like no you can't wear that you need to leave the religion in off k or off camp and here everybody's you know nobody cares nobody gives a fuck about your religion and i'm like why what was the reason i can it's not about practicality because if you told me that okay for you to run or jog or march you would fall down or you can't do that really in that trouser i can understand the practicality you get out there i'll change the trouser that is more practicable but you are telling me it's not as if i'm going to be taking some bloody pictures that are going to be posted on the internet and somebody's going to be like okay this muslim girl have a problem i have an issue that's not it but you're telling me that okay i can't wear my leggings to preserve my own faith and what i believed in because i should leave my religion outside camp hmm and I'm, I promise you, this is the same people. They were like, oh, if you can wear short uh, trousers, if you wear leggings, it's okay. Just wear a short trousers. The last time, they were saying, saying that because there were a lot of girls. But all of a sudden, I was alone. So, like, honestly, no, I was sad, man. So, I, I went back and I was ready to fight it. But at the end of the day, I feel like it wasn't going to be in my favor, honestly. I was the only girl. And I'm in somewhere airborne where already stereotypically, I'm sorry to be stereotypical, but they don't be liking Muslim people anyways. And then I'm a girl again, bloody. So I'm, it's not going to work in my favor. Do you get? So I was sad and I went back to the uh, hostel when it was time. I removed my leggings and it was just, I really, so it actually motivated me to join OBS because I can be indoors and I wouldn't be so exposed. It might say it's in my head, but like this is what I really believe in, and I don't like to be doing that. So, no matter what you say about how it's not a big deal, nobody's going to be looking at me. It's only my head. It's not about that. It's the fact that it's not who I am, and I wasn't feeling good about it. Like just because it's acceptable generally does not mean that it's it's in my head. Like I it wasn't acceptable to me, so I really felt violated. <laughs> I felt like I just felt so bad because and another thing the same guy is the same guy the same stupid man coming to ask me for my phone number asking me why am i always in i should truck i should you know all the men were on my neck on my case so at the end of the day your point was invalid jiggy it's not about how i can match or how this and that it was more of oh we want to see your lap 
you know we have no regard for each other's religion like we had a woman on camp who was a christian mother and she have a christian mother attire and her christian mother attire. nobody tell her anything but all of the sudden all of the bloody sudden because i'm a muslim it's a problem <sighs> god I'm, I'm, it's really not nice honestly do you know how women feel like do you can you even begin to as a guy listening to me can you begin to imagine how i feel how i felt at that time when you're telling me i should go and move you know you embarrass me for people i don't even down the no matter but you're telling me okay go and move this keep your religion outside and it's very scary there are two things that scare me drunk men white men and just men that are okay three things drunk men white men drunk white men drunk men in general and men that are united because when i'm the only woman in the middle of men that are united i just i'm so afraid and i feel like i'm not the only woman that feels this there's something about men together that just scares me because i'm just thinking oh my god they're gonna rip us so yeah i not just that it's just it's that well i don't know but i don't know you can ask any other woman i don't know it's something that is like really scary to me because i just felt so alone and men that you think there's this man that i was telling my dad he 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 was yoruba and so the whole time i thought he was christian um because he was like he's the same man wallahi was the same man last time that was telling people oh go and wear leggings but you have to reduce your shorts you can wear leggings so i was thinking okay maybe this man was like christian or he wasn't a muslim or whatever um that's why he didn't get it he does why he didn't get why i would want to you know keep wearing my trousers the way i wore it but this man i saw him in the mosque on the first day he came to praise the and i have never felt so disappointed in somebody because i remember when i was saying i know i want to wear leggings this time this man said something you remember he was like mm, i want to do today so it's something like oh they have come again because he was thinking i was Hausa or northern and it's usually what northern girls will say and i promise you if i was not alone i'm sure that we would have you know our voice together would have made it made a big deal but yeah so when i saw him in the mosque on the third day i was so i was so um i was so disappointed and do you know the thing no offense to my christian listeners see i'm going to say this just because this is the point of this podcast isn't it to say what i want to say and educate you guys or just share my my opinions on some things that you guys might not know about faith i don't know much about the christian religion and i don't know much about it as to how you feel it as a christian i i enjoy it means i admit but let me tell you guys something about islam and not just islam generally but islam practice right islam felt right islam is a holistic religion in the sense that it affects like it's who you are you can't separate religion from the person that's islam done right you can't really separate religion from the person especially like if you're born into it or you came off it or however you came off it you know because everything you do islam is who you are it's really not yeah i can't remove it from my you can't tell me to i feel like that's why you know some people don't get it they feel like they can separate religion and keep it outside the gates 
and going somewhere. I'm not even allowed to go in somewhere. We're not allowed, but like I'm not even going to go in somewhere and not say Bismillah. <laughs> so how do you expect? How do you expect me to be able to separate my religion and drop it outside the gates just because, you know, we are doing something? That's why I don't get it. You know, even when like I've had Christian guys be like, oh, we can date because you know it doesn't matter religion. Religion should not affect us. Like again, it's really hard. It's not something I can do. And if you're a fellow Muslim, if you feel this, please let me know what you are thinking. Um, you know how you see it. But... Anyways, I was so disappointed, man. I was so disappointed. I can I just look at him and I just felt like he was a betrayer. You know, he was a betrayer because why would you even say that? You're a fellow Muslim man and you're asking me to wear a bomb shorts to camp. Like, okay, even if I came off that decision myself, okay, I tell you, but like, I'm actively telling you, like, I felt very alone. I'm actively, actively telling you that I, I didn't want to wear this. I wasn't comfortable wearing this. And, um, well, anyways, I'm, I feel like I'm over talking about the whole conversation. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But yeah, it's the same thing to me. The what the intention behind it is the same thing to me, with you saying that a woman shouldn't cover her hair or wear hijab if the christian women can wear their habits is it that is that what it's called i don't even know what it's called if they can wear that and be called to the bar why can't i wear my hijab make it make sense because you hate muslims and you hate us and you hate your friend oh my god you just let's call it what it is you bloody hate each other i beg i'm tired So I had to take a quick break because prayers and stuff and I don't know if you can hear the recording prayer. Um so let's move on to <laughs> to lighter pastures. Um uh, what what do you call it? Unpopular opinion for the week, isn't it? So for this week, my unpopular opinion is well it didn't just happen this week. I, I saw this a while, I seen it a while ago, where this guy was I don't know, I think it's a I think it's a lie though, because what he was saying was really absurd so i refuse to believe that he actually said like there's a human that would say that it was this guy that was saying that um i would probably seen it but he was it was this guy that was saying that he doesn't know how to divorce his wife because she got cancer and you know obviously she couldn't like take care of herself how she looked like like physically how she was before she had cancer maybe she didn't have his time as much as before you know she she had she had you know she found that she had cancer and she wasn't really doing the whole like looking nice and everything but my nigga sis got cancer so and he was talking about how like he wants to divorce her he doesn't know how to go about it and he doesn't even want his daughter because she probably gonna be like her mom and be you know a burden and whatnot and for me honestly up to now i'm just like <laughs> probably a stunt probably some nigga somewhere writing these fake stories because well like you are stupid we are stupid yes well like like <laughs> we are mad for you to even come to that like i get how we are all human and you would wish you would wish like okay your wife should still look you know giving you the vibes and stuff but like i don't <laughs> i don't feel to believe that it's a human being somewhere that actually would expect you know have no manners for his wife who has cancer going through chemo lost all, all her hair and stuff and you are angry because she bald you're angry because like man child boy 
but my unpopular opinion for this week is that divorce is okay it's okay and i stand by my opinion because you know how people be telling you oh you know islam this and that one of four one that god does not like divorce this is true it is really true um and they're like oh no you shouldn't break the family up you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that i have never in my life i have never believed that you need to stay in a trashy marriage just because you want to keep up keep up appearances that don't make no sense and you know it if it marriage don't have way jadan go i am telling you like you've been hearing you guys have been hearing like me i don't know but me i've been hearing situations of like broken neck broken jaws um both ways both ways not just like the woman and end up in like domestic violence situation even the men you know you don't have to see sometimes but i don't regret all my love or relationship situations whatever because sometimes yeah somebody is brought into your life to teach you how to love yourself somebody is brought into your life to teach you a certain thing like i have the worst like god my my last relationship i don't know why i'm divulging but like was the worst thing to ever happen to me but i would not i don't regret it because it actually taught me a very big lesson at the end of the day and i feel like that's how life is sometimes somebody's somebody's not your soulmate i'm sorry but your soulmate can be dead (laughs) but like it's okay for somebody to come and leave you don't have to why are you holding on to somebody that brings you nothing but pain my nigga don't make sense both ways again for the boy and the girl for the gay woman and the man like leave him leave her move on you people might actually be better as divorced parents than sad parents that's another angle because people be thinking oh my god you know we have to stay together and give a family unit their kids that see their parents and wish their parents can't divorce they go and they meet them it's like dad do you can you guys just divorce can you call it quits because you're not giving your children you're all even though you're staying in the relationship quote unquote because of them in your mind you're staying because of them but you are breaking them every single day by them having to witness the way you guys have been disservice and giving each other like you're a disservice to each other you're not doing them a favor like why would you i don't get it why are you holding on to somebody like the person that you fell in love with is not the person that he is right now. Or um, you fell in love with a man that is probably dead. The person that you are with right now is just a shell of that person. It's another person. It's another chapter. If you can do it. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that every single little thing. Oh my God. He didn't flush the toilet. divorce divorced Because that's disgusting. If you're a dirty man. God. People don't talk about dirty men enough. How they talk about dirty women. If you're a dirty man. God forbid for you. I swear to God. <laughs> go for actual bid for you but like, i'm not saying like little little things like you know very minute situations or he pissed you off because of some little thing or semi little thing i'm not saying every little thing like cry wolf but there's sometimes like you know you've had your limits man you know that you're like overstretching it like just go and for guys there's something i used to tell this guy you have to learn how to be patient just because women are very temperamental you know it's like some we go hot and we go cold you can't be divorcing her ass because she just yells a bit except she have a yelling problem she a nag or she having some manipulative emotional bullying or something i wish i totally get because you know i do not subscribe to that but again you should not i'm not saying divorce because of like little little things but almost um, you need to call it quits when it's time to call it quits and you know it's 
I am tired. Like red flags are not pink. That should have been yeah, my unpopular opinion. Red flags are bloody not pink. Red flag is a red flag, but you probably say, Oh no, it looks like white yellow. It looks like white pink, off pink, off white. Oh my goodness gracious. It look it look blue all of a sudden. I'm tired of like bad relationships, like seeing bad marriages around me and seeing them like you can you know when you see something and you see like you watch a movie and you know it's the end. I have seen relationships and I'm just like, what the fuck are you guys still waiting for? I don't know, maybe it's just me, Sha. I have I'm I can be quite gothic when it comes to like all those emotional things that people be doing but man it cannot be me <laughs> that's what the people say until it be them it's not be us it should never be us by god's grace but yeah anyways that's my popular opinion for the week it's just divorce is okay sometimes man it's okay take a break man you need Amo, be okay take care of yourself first you can't really give every anybody you know those for those people are always saying the children is the reason you can't be there for kids when you if you're not happy yourself when you're not there for yourself so anyways this brings me to the end of this podcast i did a lot of ranting didn't i um i'm going to next episode i'm, I'm actually post twice this week i'm not promising you anything obviously but if you see it <laughs> listen you guys should share follow our page like comment share everything you know all those nice things that you people do um you know share and yeah i'm now repeating myself which yeah okay weirdo but um for next episode i'm definitely going to do a podcast with my friends which we have we started recording but we couldn't finish so i'm gonna, I'm gonna get back to that um pvcs are out and people are collecting and my friend just told me Farida just told me that she was on the queue for like 10 hours that's an exaggeration but i'm a if I go there and they are telling me I'm spending more than one hour, I'm leaving. Omo, um, Nigeria, it cannot kill me twice. Bye.